With me today is Rob. Welcome back, Rob. Yay, Rob. Hey, what's happening, guys? Long time, man. How you been? No, not too bad. That's good. Also with us today is Jake, the computer geek. Hey, Jake. Jake, the computer geek. Then we Jake have the snake. Gina Tucker. She is a listener of the show, and uh, I got in touch with her a few weeks ago and said, hey, why don't you come on one of these days? And she said, I'd love to. Hey, Gina, say hi. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, Gina. So, Gina, you're from uh, the sunny state of Florida. Yeah, central Florida here in Sebring, actually. You, you know what's next, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're a warm-weather dick. I'm a warm-weather dick. That's right. <laughs> Would it be a warm-weather tranny because she's a girl with a dick? Ooh, that's oh. a good question. We need to we need to make that uh, definition available to people. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, for your minds. People just want to know. So you're, you're in Florida, and uh, you're enjoying the, the uh, I suppose, late winter, nice weather that you guys must be having down there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice down here. It was somewhere around 82, 83 degrees today. Perfect weather for flying. Went outside in the backyard and beat on the MCPX for a little while. Uh, had a great time. That sounds awesome. You uh, you fly to club down there. You got a lot of. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh yeah I'm a member of uh, Avon Park uh, Aeromodelers Club down here. Yeah. Nice little club. You know, about thirty members. Nice big flying field to fly around in. Mostly airplanes. I'm the only helicopter pilot there, but it's uh it's a good time. A lot of similarities. I'm the only. Well, I guess I, there's Fred at mine as well, but. They, uh, so you, okay, where was I going with this next question? Have you, what, uh, anything happened this week? You get any, you, get, you mentioned your MCPX today. Did you get your, you have an N5, don't you? Yes, I have an N5. I bought that at the, uh, the, uh, helicopter blowout in Orlando, uh, back in December. It was, uh, just an airframe, and I went ahead and built it, and, uh, got it flying and everything, and it's, uh, it's a wonderful helicopter. I love it. And um, I'm going to convert it to fly barless here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, get rid of all those fly bars. or not much. To- yeah, I suppose. Uh, so speaking of weather, Rob, how's the weather been out there in Minnesota, man? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been actually kind of mild, really. I mean, last night it snowed for a little bit, you know, but nothing stuck. So, yeah, it's been pretty nice. Things are starting to get all kind of soggy and muddy and stuff because we're starting to get melt out, you know. But Yeah. Well, you know... Here we've the weatherman has just been lying his ass off. I mean, you, you, he's been telling me the weather's supposed to be nice, and it just ends up being cold and snowy and, and just miserable. So, 
So what, what have you been up yeah. to, man? Uh, you know, you've been you've been away from the show for a few weeks. Uh, did you get any flying in during that time? Dude, I got uh, kidnapped by some plankers and <laughs> molested with uh, a bunch of monocoat. And oh, it's just a I, it's a nightmare. I don't think I should share. I'm so grateful I'm still alive. <laughs> so you, you know, we mentioned uh, you know we had uh, Matt Nascot driver and uh, and JC Zinkel on last week, and we oh yeah we talked about you got an MCPX man. Tell us about it. You enjoying Did it? What's the deal? Yeah, man, I like it. I understand I what all the fuss is about now. Dude. You know, but uh, yeah, it's a good time. You know, I, I have fun flying it. Uh, I actually took it out on business. I was out on business the last couple of days. Uh, in Wisconsin, and I took it with me and brought it to the hotel and stuff. But uh, sadly, though, it just sat there on the desk in my hotel room the whole time, and I didn't get to fly it. So to compensate for that, on my I left last night at like 4 o'clock from Madison, and it was like an eight-hour eight drive up to where I live in Brainerd. And every uh, probably second or third rest stop, I would stop and fly, like because it's the middle of the night, you know, go... Uh, in the air, like foyer area, and fly the thing, and then go to the next one and fly. So I got, I got to, you know, put a few flights on this thing on the way home, too, which was kind of fun. Shit, dude. Speaking of Wisconsin, have you ever seen that scene from uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when he has to lift that, like uh, that's that skull off of the uh, the, the big ch- box to get to the treasure underneath? Yeah, and the yeah. rock comes down. Yep. Yeah, I really like that scene. It, it's pretty fancy. <laughs> <laughs> what you do about nothing there? I can't, right? <laughs> I was, are you guys trying to try to make the connection? There is no connection. I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so one time I got to back up on that a little bit. What? Is it? I got to back up on that a little bit. So Rob takes his MCPX. Mm-hmm. He's in a hotel. He's sitting in the hot tub. Why wasn't he flying it while sitting in the hot tub? Ah, you know, that's a good-ass question. I don't know why I didn't bring it down there with me. I was the only one there. I, you, know what, I, you know what? I think it is. I had this complex about water because the very first helicopter I had was a Walkero 4-3. And I would fly to my kitchen, and it was doing great. I had all kinds of good time on it. I was able to do nice, fast circuits and stuff in the room. And it got squirrely one day, and like a three-point shot just went plop right into my dog's water dish, you know. And I'm like, no. And I ran over there like anybody would do it, trying to shake it off. And I blow dried it with my wife's blow dryer for like 20 minutes, just looking around to see if anything was broke. It didn't break anything, you know. But I'm like, now, if I ever have one of these small ones out, I go in the bathroom, shut the lid, and I put like a book over the top of the, to- you know, the anything that's got water in it, you know. I like cover all these areas just in case. So, I mean, that hot tub would have been like kryptonite for my flying skills. So it's probably a good thing I didn't bring it Dude. in. That is just amazing because when I first got my my MSR, I'm in my house, big living room, kitchen area, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's one little, I've got a little dog, a little Shih Tzu dog, so he doesn't require a very big watering hole, you know, watering dish. And it's kind of tucked up underneath a, like a little cove, you know, so it's not exposed, so you could walk by it and not like trip it. Dude, I'm flying this, and it, of course, the one place in the whole area it lands is right in the water dish. (laughs) <laughs> right? Oh, what are the odds? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did one other stupid thing, though. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to hurry up and get this dry. So I went and got my industrial strength blow air, you know, <laughs> heating gun. <laughs> right? Nice. No, dude, like the, Little the parts heating flying gun for off the thing left and right. Heating gun? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I just I turned it on. 
<laughs> you <laughs> melted it. I melted, melted the tail. Just started sagging. <laughs> Dude, I melted. I melted the the controller, the canopy, all into one ball. <laughs> anyway, that's that's life in the fast lane. Dude, that's so some superb uh, modification. <laughs> I destroyed it. I had to buy a whole new one. What have you been up to last since last week, Jake? What have you been up to? Um, that's a good question. Working. Top secret, um, top secret stuff. You could tell us, but you'd have to kill us. That kind of shit. Yep, yep. Um, I thought about getting out and flying a couple times, and every time I looked out the window, it was snowing. Yep. So uh, that hasn't happened. Pussy. Yeah, we got uh, what, like three inches today alone. Holy shit! Call off school. <laughs> yep. Three inches, man. <laughs> Wow. Three inches today. Craziness. So, um, so did you bottom out on that last when you were, when you were outside last or what? Yeah, did your little uh, your, your little station wagon did it get stuck in the driveway? Oh yeah. Or? No, no. <laughs> I've only been your, stuck once. Have, have to get your once. wife's three fifty to pull you out of the ditch. No, I pull her out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yep. she loves that truck so much. We went out to lunch today, yep. and we had plenty of time, but she insisted that she had to drive her truck, and I had to drive my car so that, you know, if she had to leave before we were done, she could go. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> it's just she loves to she drive just likes truck, to. So. She just likes to, assert, she likes to assert her dominance over you, is what it is. It's a big truck. It is a big truck. A phallic, phallic truck. You should get a bumper sticker for her that says, My other car... Is a grocery getter that my husband drives. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, guys, this week for me, I uh, didn't get a lot of flying in, but you know what? I've been drinking apple juice all week, and I'm intoxicated. Fanboy. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I got to tell you, I've been just tickled shit with this conversion over to, over to this iMac. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Today I finally got the uh, Phoenix Sim going, and uh, it's it's just awesome. I'm having a, a great time with it. So, so is there a Mac up, version of that, or do you have to use like Parallels or something? No, I just created a partition and put a Windows Seven disk in there. Is dual booting? Yeah, dual booting. Nice. And you know, I use the Windows side for well, I will use the Windows side for your various little Beast X type controller stuff and updates and you know cast creation stuff that kind of thing yeah and point and porn. awesome uh yeah that's probably the because it's such a small side <laughs> if i have to just delete the partition or re- repartition it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah you know because there won't be much on there so but uh so you guys want an update on my uh <laughs> craigslist personal ad yeah, we'd love to hear this, dude. After he- after hearing you say that you did that, when I was down in Wisconsin, I was like, you know what? I should troll local Craigslist to see what they got out there, just to see if somebody would respond like that. That's so funny. Well, here's the deal, you know. I uh, the reason I responded to this one in particular is because she's a tr- she's a truck driver, right? I used to drive trucks back in the day, and uh, from Montana, and so what's She's responded to me, and it's just been kind of a, like, literally one-word emails back and forth. So what's up? Nothing. What you been doing? Nothing. You know? Finally, she, she sends me a link to this uh, to this blog, 
that she does, I guess, for her parents back home. But, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I actually, someone mentioned I'd probably end up start getting a bunch of spams. Jake, I think that was you. Yeah, someone yeah I think someone, that was in the conversation. Yeah, someone mentioned that. Eh, that's been happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been getting... Uh, <laughs> somehow I got signed, signed up for the 50s and old over, like, swingers club or some shit like that. <laughs> it, 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 you know, this sounds like the internet version of like in high school. Like, yeah, yeah, I got crabs. But I can manage. I'll get past it. <laughs> <laughs> you meet this stranger and you get like digital crabs now, and you haven't even gone to home base with this lady. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. And you know, the strangest thing is, is I've been getting this spam email like a lot of the emails you know, from like this place called When Hair Care. W E N when hair care. I'm bald. So <laughs> it's kind of ironic, don't you think? <laughs> Spam is pretty psychic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, dude. It's Jim uh, uh, Fly Day tomorrow. So Yeah, nice. I did get uh, some two millimeter carbon rod for my MCPX and. Um, I just hate working on that goddamn thing. You know, you guys like it. I don't. I don't like it. I just don't like that little helicopter. Yeah, I worked on mine entirely too much. Yeah, I got to do another boom on mine because the uh, I can tell the carbon fiber is probably I don't know, probably split along the along the boom because I can twist. You know, you can twist the tail like mm-hmm. probably not almost ninety degrees, so it's just really loose. I know it's cracked in there somewhere, so I'm going to get something else and. I got little chunks of carbon here and there. I'm going to grab one and redo the tail, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, have you noticed, too, that with the stock tail boom, that your your tail blows out quite consistently? No. Ooh. Mr. Collective Management over here. Booyah. Well, he also has the V2, doesn't he? Is yours a V2, Rob? Um, how do I tell? Does it say it on it? I think it is, because I saw the picture. I, th- it, I saw the picture. It probably it is. is. Does it have rubber grommets on the swatch plate out of the box? Uh, well, he didn't get like it, on where the balls one. are? No, it was used. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. there's no little rubber grommet. I don't know how to tell. I mean, the, the blade grips have like this uh, letter B on them. Is that like the B grade, yeah. like second would... version grips or what? That's the second grips, yeah. Yeah, I these ones are going to poke my eye out when I'm flying and shit. Okay. Cool. I wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't expect you to know how to tell if something's got balls or not. It's not just not in your forte. <laughs> it's just not in your forte, man. It's just... <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, I think that's enough uh, bullshitting for this segment. I think maybe we should move on to some news. What do you think, there, Rob? News of the millennium. <laughs> yeah, Brian tried that last week. It didn't work real well. There's <laughs> ah. <laughs> only one. Hey guys, Dan here. I want to tell you about the biggest and best RC heli shop on the planet. That's right, you guessed it. HeliPros. I've been using HeliPros since 2008, and they're always my first choice when it comes to ordering stuff online. Their customer service is top-notch, and they know your heli inside and out. So remember, when you need heli stuff, think HeliPros.com. By hard, HeliPros has the parts. Hey guys, it's Chris, a.k.a. CR Models. Just want to let you guys know, loving the nation, 
loving what you guys are doing. And remember, if you're not crashing, then you're not flying. So let's see, what do we got for news today? Well, I'm going to start off uh, with something that uh, pretty pretty much everybody knows about. The uh, Phoenix version 4 beta is out, right? They've yeah. upgraded it a few times. I finally got it going. I don't really notice a difference. Jake, do you? Um, Very minor difference in the normal flying. I mean, really the additions are in the... The first-person FPV-type stuff. Yeah, yeah, how's that panning out? Is it working pretty good or what? Dude, I don't like it. Do you like? I don't that 3D field shit. Uh, no, I, I don't. It's too. Dark. I don't fly like that. So no, it's no. I I fly like that in real life, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you did, and then you woke up, <laughs> and then I found out I was just pretending. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, that's 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 uh, you know kind of cool that they're they're doing. There's a lot of a lot of sim action happening. Of course, you know we all know that uh, Real Flight Six came out, and I got to tell you guys, I went to visit the local hobby shop. Brand new. Well, it's been there since October, I guess, but essentially a new hobby shop in the in the in the big city, forty miles away from us. And uh, I tried the Real Flight Six, and I liked it. No comment, fucker. <laughs> hey, I, I'll comment when I try it. <laughs> yeah, it right. felt really good. And here's the here's the deal. I was like, Man, I don't want, I don't want to spend another two hundred dollars on a sim, right? So I called their support, and I'm like, so what do I do about this? I've got the four point five. Don't know where the discs are. Don't know where the keys are. It's like, oh, that's no problem. As long as you still have the transmitter, you're good. You're golden. So like for fifty bucks, I get to upgrade to six. Nah, I can't beat that. Might as well just give it a rip, right? It's a good oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jake, what do you got for news, man? Um, well, I, I'm looking at my desk here, and I have these four orange boxes. Um, they have very nice Savic servos in them that I plan on doing a review for. Yeah. Um, they're going to go on the Goblin build, so we'll, uh, we'll see what they're made of when I get to building it. I, lo- I love how you say that, by the way. Goblin. Say Goblin. The Gablin and the Savix. <laughs> Going to be Gablin with the Savix. <laughs> hey, I'm not gotta, the one with an accent here. Yeah, the Pac Man the Yard. So. Then go flying really hard, 3D <laughs> down at the park on, on the deck. Eh? <laughs> gonna go on the to, deck. Go, go, hey. to the, go to the park in the car and fly the Gablin <laughs> with the Savix. <laughs> I only spent one semester in Boston. <laughs> no, it's Boston. Man, <laughs> it's pretend, it's pronounced Boston, but Boston, Boston, Boston. So what else you got? Anybody else got any news? What's going on yeah. out there in the world of helicopters? Dude, this uh, I'm looking at this helicopter that looks like uh, a henslet and a goblin had some sort of illegitimate uh, interracial Let me midget guess. child. Let me guess. It's yeah. called the the compass warp. It is. Not it's uh, it's the uh, uh, what is it the Voodoo four hundred uh, coming f- out from the guys over at uh, Acrobat Helicopter. I guess it's the successor to the uh, oh, what was that first one that they had out? It was the uh, uh, the pop. The, well, I guess it was the Acrobat SE was the original version. But anyway, that well, I'm looking at some you know some snaps of it and stuff like that, and um, it's 
I mean, it sports a lot of the same kind of stuff we're seeing on those other high-end birds. You know, really low um, swash to uh, head yoke design, real short uh, head. The the canopy wraps around to the just behind the, uh, uh, I guess, where you would normally like mount a gyro or whatever. Just almost looks like a spitting image of a uh, um, of a TDR canopy. And, and get this, the guts of it, the drivetrain of it, I'm not shitting you. It looks like they walked over in a goblin ki- or, or, or a goblin factory and just typed a whole bunch of stuff and slammed it in here. Because it's got, you know, down, down-facing down motor belt to an intermediary second stage up to a gear uh, for the head. And then uh, another uh, crown behind that going to the uh, to the torque tube. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure I like the way the frame looks. I mean, it's all hidden under your canopy and stuff. But I'd be interested to see how this thing flies, you know. And the drivetrain just looks like it's ready to... Just somebody for somebody to beat the piss out of it, you know. So that's pretty cool. Nice. What about you, Gina? Do you have any news? The only news I got, um, like I said uh, earlier, I'm uh, converting my helicopters to fly barless. So last night I I ordered the uh, micro heli fly barless head for the uh, T Rex 500, along with the uh, the AR 7200 BX uh, stacks. Wireless controller, and I'm gonna I you. I'm gonna give that thing a try, see how it works out, and I'll let you guys know uh, if I like it or not. At least you didn't go with the V barf. Hey now, like Jake did. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. No comment, huh? No comment. Drink the Kool Aid, Jake. Drink it. <laughs> You'll drink it, <laughs> and you will like it. I drank it, and it is good. <laughs> Alrighty, so I guess I guess what we're saying is there's really no not a lot of news at this time. I ha- I have a statistic that could be news. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ninety nine percent of all statistics are made up on the spot, you know. Uh, they probably are. <laughs> this one's not far off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was driving to work the other day, and uh, it was the day after Valentine's the Day. Station I wagon. To, That's yep, a, yep, station in my wagon. station wagon. Yep, getting my, you know, 45, 50 miles to the gale in the whole way there. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It's not so, a substitute for balls, man. I'm telling you that right now. Just okay. saying. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, I won't interrupt you again. Well, Go ahead. I, I live close enough to Canada to get their radio stations. And they love to make fun of us. And it's entertaining. So, um, they're talking about Valentine's Day and, you know, the statistics for it. And they, they claim that, you know, 15% of American women sent themselves flowers on valentine's day <laughs> nice I, I could see that happening you know whatever lonely women in the office send themselves flowers and they they proceed to say that you know 85 percent of american men had sex with themselves that day <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm not going to tell you which one i felt which category i fall into you sent yourself flowers didn't you hell yes i did who, See, else is, they, who else is gonna? They need to make some sort of like singles bar. You call it like Lonely Hands and Willowed Flowers or some <laughs> shit, oh and get God. these fuckers together. You bought yourself a, your own set of flowers. You get a free drink, and if if your right hand is sore, you get a free drink with your left hand and mingle mingle. Oh, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> connect the dots. Hello. Speaking of, you know, Valentine's Day, you know, obviously it just happened. How was your guys' Valentine's Rob, how, how did your Valentine's Day go? It, I don't know, it was pretty superb. I laid, yeah. I laid down just enough of the cheese, you know, the cheesiness on stuff. And nice. So, you know, I 
whatever, you know, I ordered flowers for my wife and they got delivered here at the house. She didn't expect them or whatever. And I kept telling her because I wanted her to pay attention in case the truck came up and nobody answered the door or whatever. I was like, yeah, um, I got a package coming, uh, some heli stuff. You keep an eye out for me, blah, blah, blah. And so finally she's like, I got your package, blah, blah, blah. And so I got, I got her that. I took her out. I got this, uh, uh, there's this, this new place in town and uh, they're doing this like, Closed doors, reservation only deal. So I got her hooked up with that, made her D and live guitar playing music and, you know, whatever, all that romantic fluff mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was a good time. How about you, Gina? How was your Valentine's Day? That was pretty good. Um, got to spend it with my husband and uh, yeah, he got me a couple of new batteries for a couple of my helicopters. And, hey, and all that. Yeah, I always get helicopter stuff for Valentine's Day. Really cool. Does your husband fly? No, he doesn't like the aircraft. He likes the surface vehicles. Uh, ah. he, he has a phobia of crashing, so. Okay. And Jake, I'm not even going to ask you because I really don't give a shit how your Valentine's Day was. That's fair enough. Okay, <laughs> 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 moving on. <laughs> Sounds like the mouse got all sticky that day. <laughs> oh, boy. Had to clean out those cookies two or three times before he shot down, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need to block two bait from your internet provider. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, Dan? Now all the listeners that are listening to this conversation are in their car, grabbing their phones, or sitting in their house looking at their wife, leaning over, and getting up in their browser going to twobait.com. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to we're just going to totally corrupt so many minds out there. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> We should probably move on from that. Um, I got uh, RC Heli Resources. Uh, uh, looks like they're trying to pimp the Airhogs RC stuff, and they're nestling it right next to some Goblin stuff as an advertisement. So, wow! It's it's I actually took a screenshot of it because it's just so ironic. This brand new high tech, high performance helicopter video, right? The Goblin Seven Seventy, and right below it, advertisement: the leader in RC innovation. Air hogs. <laughs> Since 1998. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> I, I guess that com- is the gateway drug there. I don't know. But. It is, and I see their commercial every now and again, and I just kind of giggle when, it, when they say, when they say, hobby-grade RC helicopter. Well, you know, it's actually probably, they probably plan shit like this on purpose, because you know there's people out there that don't own any equipment, right? And somehow they found, like, this place, where, and they're, like, drooling all over this goblin video, and they look down, and they're like, air hogs. I still want to listen to Walmart. Honey, I'll be back in 20 minutes, you know. Hey, more power hey. to them because, you know what, that's what gets them. They get the air hog, and two months later, they got a 450, and oh, a yeah, year dude, later, I... they've got a 500 or whatever, you know. Dude, I ain't going to lie on my uh, on my uh, top shelf of my heli dungeon. I got a whole pile of air hogs parts and tandem rotor little tiny foam helicopter just as like a graveyard right up there full of just junk you know and transmitters falling off all over the place off the shelf and stuff a bunch of air hog shit you know what i mean 30 bucks man i mean you could spend 30 bucks on a, a just a, a mild crash with the you know one of our helicopters you know yeah. so yeah i want to one-up them on that we have um the little air hog well i guess it's not really air hogs but it's the flying millennium falcon uh, yeah, I've seen that before. It's got the four little. It's almost like a quad, but it's got the body on it. No, no, it's a no. coax. Oh, is it? Oh, and nice. It's the yeah. Millennium Falcon, and it's yeah. I've never seen yeah. that. So the yeah, blades are like inside, like the the. You, frame you of actually it. have that, Jake? Yeah, yeah. Daniel has it. Oh boy. All righty. 
So I've got some pretty uh, exciting new nation news, you guys. You know, a few weeks ago we picked up uh, Pros as a sponsor. Yes, sir. And uh, just this past week we picked up Outrage as a sponsor of the show. That's outrageous. That is outrageous. I think that's awesome. So it is. I just want to say hey, thanks for the support, you guys, and uh, it's it's just awesome. It's just going to be a lot of fun to work with you guys. Um, also, yeah. too, just a kind of a quick mention. Only a few weeks left, you guys. If you need to buy something from Heli Pros, uh, that code is still available and it's still usable. Ten dollars off any purchase over a hundred dollars, and it's RCHN zero two one two. Just nice. Put that, in, put that in the promotion code. Go ahead and use that. So, well, that's, and it does uh, work. I've used it. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've used it too, so at least two people have used it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, heck, you know, now that uh, Outrage is a sponsor, you know, is sponsoring the show, we might have to figure out how to smuggle Tarek into in the country and uh, do an interview with him. Yeah, undercover. That, that would be that would be awesome, and that's something that that actually is in the works. I just I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to all happen, but. Um, it has been talked about. Let's let's leave it at that. Yeah, right on. Um, well, I think that's about it for news, guys. Commercial. Commercial. Hey, Robert. Here we got a new uh, sponsor, Outrage, for the show. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, Outrage uh, RC has decided that they would like to uh, come on board. You know, they're sponsoring the show. Uh, giving us a little bit of support, and then, you know, in turn, we're able to do that, too. You know, Dan, you sent me your uh, Fusion 50 to build, and I got to tell you what, man, that, that bird, it's a it's a great build. Um, you know, I know a lot of the, the listeners know that I crashed yours, but I put it back together very quickly because it not only does it build well and fly well, it crashes well, too. So, you know, I look forward to seeing uh, what Outrage has coming down the pipe in the future. You know, they got this new uh, helicopter out there, the Velocity 50N2. Yes, yes. This uh, helicopter should be available soon, so why don't you guys look for that at your local hobby shops? Alrighty, so we mentioned at the beginning of the show that we have with us Gina Tucker, and uh, Gina's a, a listener of the show and very active in the RC helicopter world. You're active on several forums, I understand, RC Collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RC and, Heli Collective, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, and that's a good friend of ours, Dieter, uh, RCD Butts, who handles our 60-second tech tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's involved with that as well. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I don't think it's his forum, but I think he's an admin there. Yes, he is. He's an, ad- yeah. he's an administrator there. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Help, helped me out a lot, um, getting me going and uh, get me pointing in the right direction of flying these things. You know, uh, all the guys on the collective have really been instrumental in, in helping me become a better pilot in the last uh, six months or so. He's very knowledgeable, and his his contribution to the show is going to be great. He's going to have a ton of tips uh, for everyone out there. So let's talk a little bit about your heli history. What? Uh, how long have you been flying? I've been flying since uh, January 6, 2011. Um, I started with about like everybody else did with one of the SEMA uh, S107 coaxial helicopters from X-Heli. And then I uh, ended up buying, uh, I got suckered into buying the uh, Eraser 450 horrible little helicopter. Um, 
and I, I wasn't going anywhere with that. And I eventually bought a T-Rex 500, and immediately my learning curve just went straight up. You know, I, I mean, I just I learned so much with that helicopter, and I bought the uh, T-Rex 450 uh, fly barless machine soon after it came out. And I've been actually doing some a moderate 3D with that one, um, rolls and flips and uh, uh, flying upside down, backwards, you know, circuits and stuff like that. You know, so it's I'm, I've really progressed quite a bit since I actually got into some decent machines, and then I picked up that Synergy, and it's just been a fun ride so far for me. You 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 do fly at a, at a club there you mentioned earlier. And it's mostly um, airplane guys. So tell us, you know, whenever we've had a few of the female pilots on in the past, and we always like to ask them, what are, what are your thoughts on that? When you first showed up and you wanted to fly helicopters, did you feel, how did you feel you were received at the field? Do you feel like uh, they, they were pretty accepting of you or they were like, well, let's maybe a little cautious? Oh, no, they were very, very accepting. Um, took to me right away and, uh, very curious about the helicopters. Um, there's only one person out there who had been flying helicopters before, and he's no longer a member. Uh, he moved away some time ago. So um, they were they were pretty intrigued about uh, the helicopters and also about women flying them. And uh, so they're very curious about them and want to learn about them. And, and they they receive me out there very well, and they they treat me like one of the uh any of the other pilots uh it's really really great got 30 members or so and just a real friendly club and and uh it's just it's just a wonderful experience going out there and you fly quite a bit you how many just once or twice a week or how often are you out there flying i'm out at the club uh every weekend uh usually on saturday and sunday from about nine o'clock in the morning till 11 or 12 o'clock in the afternoons when everybody starts leaving um, and I go out in the backyard just about every day after work and, and beat the MCPX up a little bit uh, I used to fly in the soccer field behind the house uh, until I started doing forward flight and once that started happening I thought that you know it wasn't safe anymore so I uh, started looking for the club and that's when I found the Aero Modelers so I joined them so I wouldn't have to fly in that soccer field and risk hitting a house or a car or worse yet, somebody. Yeah, I don't I don't fly any of the bigger helicopters uh, in the yard or in the soccer safety places because I'm I'm past hovering last Yeah, you you've actually posted a video of your flying on our webpage. Oh well it's a YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I linked uh, a couple of my YouTube couple videos. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome flying by the way, nice and smooth. Oh thank I mean, you. I, thank you. Yeah. That's that's your, your flying style is a lot like mine, and I, I think it's kind of a natural progression of, of how you know how it is. Because I suspect once I'm able to do some of that craziness stuff, I'll probably be doing it. But right now, I just really am into big smooth turns and big air, you know, flips yeah. and the, rolls and that kind of thing. What's that? The uh, forty-seven and under club or what? <laughs> no, dude, you've been gone a couple weeks, man. I'm I'm past that. I'm I'm like the, almost a fifty-one now. Dang, dude, you better be careful, man, because you take your eyes off that, you're going to get whacked with the tail blade or something, man. Man, something I don't deadly, know, dude. Deadly. So what? Uh, so when you're not flying, what are you doing? You you've uh, you don't have a typically 
I, I, I would like to say in your profession, uh, there's not a lot of females in your profession, I would imagine. No, especially here in this little town, I'm the only one. Um, and I've got a reputation around here of being the best welder in the county. Um, but when I'm not doing that uh, or flying, I enjoy photography, like wildlife photography and occasionally shooting wedding uh, portraits for friends and uh, friends of fa- uh, family. And, and uh, also, uh, this might take everybody back a little bit, but I like the target shoot as well. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so no wonder those guys didn't give you any shit. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I like to do that. Uh, so target shooting with pistols or uh, rifles uh, or what? Uh, both, actually. I have a, uh, a Ruger ten twenty two target rifle, a twenty two caliber mm-hmm. uh, rifle, and it's uh, made for shooting matches with. Uh, you can it's, uh, it's a match-grade rifle. And uh, then I have a 1911, a Springfield 1911-45 automatic that I that I like to shoot. Hmm, I didn't know guns were illegal in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, okay. they're perfectly legal. Well, you know, up here in Montana, everybody's got a gun. I mean, we... Yeah, that's the way it is here, vehicles. too. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about your flying, and, and in particular, when you were... Do you First of all, do you sim? Are you a simulator? Do you like oh my gosh, I I love my simulator. I uh, I'm just like most everyone else. I I spend probably three to four hours a day on it. I mean, I just I love to sim. Uh, it's helped me out quite a bit to to develop the uh, like you guys said earlier the muscle memory and the uh, the coordination and and to get my my brain and my fingers working together so that. Um, I automatically know which way to move the sticks, in, no matter which way the uh, the helicopter is, uh, in as far as orientation goes, and and uh, I just I just love it. It's it's helped me said quite a bit. But like you said earlier, it 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 is hard to translate it from the uh, the simulator to the to the helicopter because it doesn't uh, the, the simulator just does not handle. The same way as the helicopters do, and but it but it does help with that coordination area to get you used to the moving the sticks proper direction. Nothing nothing beats actually flying the helicopter, I, and I do that every day if I can too. So three hours a day. Tell me, how do you maintain your your practice routine because i find that after 10 minutes uh, i'm shot i just start i notice that i'm no longer practicing i'm just toying with it i'm essentially treating it as a as a game no longer as a tool well i start off my my uh my regimen starts off with a hover orientation i'll spend uh 20 minutes to a half an hour just practicing uh all orientations of hover and then I'll flip the helicopter upside down and practice inverted hover. And then from there I move on to uh, flying circuits and, and uh, just general control of the helicopter. And then uh, um, from there I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, start auto-rotation practice. And I'll, I'll do auto-rotation practice for, you know, 30 or 40 minutes and just, just nothing but... But that, and I, and another thing I like to do uh, too is get my husband to open up 
uh, the model edit section of the simulator, and I'll get him to uh, set the, um, the flight timer for me, and he and I get him not to tell me uh, where he sets it. He'll just set it to a random time and then close it. So now I'm flying the helicopter around, and it shuts off. And now, nah, I have, yeah. and, now and now I have to do a forced auto. And the helicopter might be inverted. It might I might be uh, two feet from the ground. I might be 150 feet off the ground. I never know when it's going to shut off. Um, so I'm flying around, and this thing just goes dead, and I have to auto-rotate. So I thought that might be a... You know, a, a good way to get a little bit more out of my simulator. You know, maybe get me get me ready and, and keep me focused in case I have to do a forced auto in real life. Yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. You, you really are a heli geek, aren't you? <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I have the bug really bad. I've been bitten hard. All right, so let's, trans- let's move from the sim to your actual flying. You know, a lot of people, and we talked a bit about it on the last episode, it's that, that getting over those, those mental... Um, you know, the the flight envelope, I guess. Did you find that when you first, you know, you mentioned you went from hovering and, you, and once you started going into forward flight, you needed to find a safer place to fly. Was there, did you have any issues uh, as you were learning fast forward flight or even just forward flight? And how did you get over those mental issues? Like for me, let me just give you an example. For me, one of my biggest mental issues is... Um, taking the helicopter at a 45 degree away from me on my right and then making a complete right-hand turn. I, it's like fine all the way through until about the last third or the last around three quarters of the way through the flight. And it just, it all goes pear-shaped. Not all the time, but it's just a mental thing. And I can't, on the sim, I can do it like day and night. But in real life, it just really hangs me up. And I never had any trouble with anything like that. Um wind was my enemy for a long time <clears throat> i was i was terrified to fly in anything but dead calm conditions and um that was limiting my flying uh, times because uh we rarely have days here that are zero wind uh, our, our wind is usually uh blowing steady at five and a half and six miles an hour and dusting it up to ten so um, I was really missing out on a lot of flying when I when I finally got past that wind barrier and realized that the wind was free energy. I could use that. Um, my flying improved. Uh, that's that's pretty much the only hurdle I had. You know, I've I've never been afraid of crashing. Um, you know, I just look at it as you know, just a helicopter. If I crash it, I can fix it and have it back in the air again in no time. But. Um, one more thing that gave me a little bit of a problem was uh, when I first got started was uh, nose in hover. I was terrified to have the helicopter like that. I just I panicked, you know. And uh, but once I did it, I got used to doing it on the simulator, and I did it the first time with TRX 500. And I realized, wow, this is actually kind of easier than tail end, really. And um, so that just uh, opened up doors for me, and, and I just never looked back. You know, it's just every every time I spool one of those things up, you know, it's, it's a new challenge. You know, what can I do to make my flying better? Fun experience for me. Absolutely. You know, let me tell you, one of the best things I did, and I struggled with nose in as well, too, and it was that fear issue of it staring me down like it's going to come get me. Um, what One tool that I used, and 
I know a lot of helicopter guys don't like to hear this, man, but uh, when I decided to learn to, to get a trainer plank, man, I got to tell you, that turned my nose in. Hover. It just all everything just clicked because it just made so much more sense being able to, because, you know, airplanes really easy to fly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just that for me, it's just that that low wing stick to the low wing, you know, stick to the low wing. Well, essentially the same thing with the helicopter stick to the low side of the, ro- the rotor. Uh, and it just really helped a lot. Uh, you, I noticed when I was struggling with just the basics that taking the time to fly a plank really turned my helicopter flying up quite a few notches. That's interesting. I've got a couple of planes here now, too. I haven't flown either one of them yet. Uh, I've got a Thunder Tiger trainer that one of the guys out at the club actually gave to me a couple of weeks ago. I don't have everything yet to uh, get it flying, but uh, and I ordered a uh, Cessna 182 um, foam plane yeah. a, couple of, a couple of days ago, so that should be here uh, Monday. And that that one's electric. I'll just I'll go out there and buy that one. Yeah, you're gonna find it incredibly easy to fly. And I, I you know, the uh, flying a plank is just relaxing. And it's I, for me, it's a great warm up to flying. You know, the first flight of the day. Well, not so much in the summers. Not so much in the winter. I don't like to pack all that shit with me. But uh, I noticed that if I just do the first flight of the day with a plank, and it just kind of settles me down and i enjoy it quite a bit so uh let's talk a little bit about events you 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 did go to the orlando heli blowout mm-hmm. and you enjoyed that thoroughly i would imagine oh it was awesome yeah just great seeing burt camera out there flying the goblin um he was just amazing i was uh, it, it's kind of sad to see him put it in like he did you know yeah yeah but it was it was a great time just so many wonderful pilots out there so much talent it was just first it was the first event that i'd been to and i was just blown away by it i can't wait for uh this year's uh blowout and uh, i'm actually gonna consider registering able to fly out there this year what about urcha um never been to an urcha i'd love to go sometime if i can find the time to do it um, the Orlando blowout's just right down the yeah. road from me, you know, like 80 miles, so I can get there in about an hour. I'm pretty much, uh, I have to be at the welding shop. You know? The only way I'd be able to go to one of the Urcha events out of state anywhere would be to do it during vacation time and take some planning. So I might have to do it that way. You know, take two or three weeks off and mm-hmm. just go and enjoy a couple of the, uh, the events like that. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be a lot of fun. I know uh, we here at RC Heli Nation are going to try to get most of the guys to Urcha. Rob and I are going to go. Jake's planning on showing up. Brian's going to be there. Um, so if you do get there, come hang out. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah, if I make it there, I'll I'll definitely try to find you guys. It's really, really awesome to actually be able to meet you in person. Sure, It'll be a lot of fun. Well, Gina, we appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us for a little bit. It was nice kind of learning a little bit about you and giving you an opportunity to kind of hear your heli story, as it were. Oh, it was awesome being here with you guys. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, and uh, I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Hi guys, this is JC Zankel with uh, Team Empire coming to you from RC Heli Nation. Well, there we go, guys. That was yeah, Gina. Yeah, was, yeah. You know, every Sorry. time every time you interrupt me, your penis gets shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> Gina, actually, guys, I had to make a bit of a confession. Of course, I mentioned earlier in the show that I've switched everything over to iMac, and it's kind of a whole new learning thing. And and um, Gina actually did finish the show with us last night, but there was just a problem with the audio, so Rob and Jake and I are just going to kind of finish it up, finish up the show. So, Gina, thanks for coming on. It was a, it was great to have you. And uh, you know, keep flying, dude. Keep welding. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Gina. Mm-hmm. Unplug the fridge next time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in there. <laughs> All righty. So, you know, guys, uh, something kind of cool. It's, it's it's Sunday today, you know, and Sunday's gym day. So I was at, yes. uh, I went, I took the shitty little MCPX, and, and, and I'm, you know, love-hate thing. Tonight, it's, it's hate again. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second, but... We get there and it's just me and Fred and we get. I asked him if he listened to the last episode yet and he said no. And um, he said, "Do you have it on your iPhone?" And you know, I don't really do that. I don't. I listen to the show enough while I'm editing. I don't need to put it on my iPhone. But I did happen to have episode number sixteen for whatever reason. And um, so they have a PA system at the gym and it's readily available they, they've got like six cords hanging down from it for various types of audio devices oh yeah one of them happened to be the same size jack as as the iphone so we plugged it in first we played some music nice and loud and uh i put on the show episode number 16 and i gotta tell you that was really cool it was kind of strange because here you know we're sitting there in the gym it's so far it's only the two of us and I'm hearing the intro to the podcast, and all of a sudden, my voice and Rob's voice, and I'm like, "This, this is weird." It's it was really kind yeah. of surreal. Nice. And so he's like, "Yeah, just leave it. You know, we'll listen to episode 16 again." Like, all right. So we just go about flying, and um, I've mentioned several sep- several episodes. The the female at the at the club, Rob, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She shows up, and. They're like, oh, what are we listening to? And I said, oh, uh, you know, I was a little embarrassed, but uh, I said, yeah, Fred and I decided to listen to this episode of our show. So, like, oh, all right. So we, everybody was listening to it, and we're flying, and we get past um, the interview, and that that interview had Dan Taylor in it, and we get to the part of the show, Rob, where you and I just kind of bullshit about something, and yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there flying, and this thought goes through my head. It's like. Did I say anything bad about her on this episode? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember. I don't. I was like, shit. And so I'm, I'm kind of going into sweat bullets. Yeah, I'm kind of going into a panic mode. I'm like, oh man. So, all right, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, I know it's my phone. I got to make a phone call, right? Uh huh. So yeah. I scoot around over to. <laughs> And I get over Try there. Try to be all sneaky, getting yeah. Joe Long. Like, <laughs> so I, I grabbed the, you know, I grabbed the jack and took my iPhone off and pretended to make a phone call. Nice. But it was just, it was a really strange moment because I'm thinking to myself, you know, I don't think so because it's been a long time since I'd said anything about her. But you know, the way my luck goes, 
That would be the one. That would be that. And then, of course, I would get the look from Hal. Dude, I got one sort of like that about the show. Because I'm kind of the same way. Like, if I played in my car or, like, in a different place, like at, oh, I was at um, one of my buddy's houses and I played it. Um, but when I, I did this, uh, oh, gosh, it must have been, like, um, like, a week ago or something like that. I was in a Best Buy. And before, you know, I have all, all this iPhones and uh, other cell phones and shit, maybe tablets and stuff up. I'd always go to my YouTube account and, like, play one of my videos and walk away. So it's just playing. So this time, I went to, like, it must have been, like, four or five different phones. And I went to our website, and I just hit play <laughs> on one of the episodes. And so it's, like, this echo of, of the episode playing on all the... I, I think a couple of them were a different episode than the other ones. But it's just, like, just in the cell phone area, you know, all this... RC Hilly Nation noise and shit. It was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, last time I went to the Verizon store, I set every single tablet and netbook that they had active at the time. I set them all to the web (laughs) page. Yep. (laughs) I wonder if they they send people around every hour. All right, some asshole's probably trying to advertise something, so we better go through and put them them all back on the Verizon Verizon site. Just making sure they're not on (laughs) tube8.com. We <laughs> know how much of a fan you are of Tube Eight. <laughs> that URL is blocked on my computer. It came that way from Apple. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or am I? Or are you? Maybe I'm watching it right now. So how was the flying? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm watching it right now. <laughs> 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 All right, back to the flying. So anyway, you know what? I, um, I the first flight. Well, uh, Fred had this crazy idea. We were going to chase down helium balloons, right? So we had these helium balloons that were weighted down, so they floated, but not like right up to the ceiling. You know, mm-hmm. one of them did make it to the ceiling, and uh, so we were both kind of going after it, and. Of course, I you know with the helicopter when you get close to the ceiling after it gets really close, the air pressure changes. Yeah, it sucks itself right up into the ceiling. Yeah, it's like a magnet. Yep. Yeah. So of course I did that. My helicopter flies. My MCPX flies out of the sky. You notice I don't really refer to the MCPX as my helicopter because it's really not. It's just a little, <laughs> piece, of, it's a little piece of shit. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I it sucked up and hit the roof and just fell to the ground like a dead like a you know a shotgun hit it. You know, yeah. And it fell to the floor, bounced a few times, and I went and looked. And I go to spool it up, and I can't. There's nothing. I, there's no lights. Nothing. Like what? What now? <laughs> so we get to looking, and it and it turns out the the negative wire on the battery lead broke. Oh, this sucks. That happened to me. Yeah. So we scrambled to get it back and fixed, and um, got it flying. It was shortly after that. Fred did the exact same thing, and and his is completely toast. I mean, he's gonna. I don't, I don't know what, but he never did get it fixed again. So I'm flying. I don't know. I get ten or twelve flights in, and um, the I started noticing that that vibra. You know, I talked earlier, well a few times about the shuddering, the shaking of the MCPX. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it started getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, horribly worse. So I bring it in and I kind of fiddling around with the head. I'm like, wow, that there seems to be a lot of play in the in the head block. So I take it off and main shaft is broke. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Wow. So yeah, 
How was the flying? Well, you know what? It wasn't real good today because the thing wasn't flying really good because of that that shaking. And it all kind of ended sour with a broken MCPX. That would do it. Did you get it? You flew today, didn't you, Jake? I did, and it was fantastic. You had some it was good all weather today. Like forty-three degrees out, so I uh, I took the Gowie out. I got uh, three flights on that, and then I took my five hundred out and did a couple trim flights on that. Nice craziness. Nothing too exciting, but it was fun. It was good to get out, get some real stick time. So speaking of MCPX, is Rob uh, Brian yeah. got in touch with me, and you know that uh, conversion he has that um, that Hawker. What is that? Hawker uh, Managers oh, or something? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yep. Something like that. And I guess um, I guess he got in touch with that guy because he, he's he been kind of prodding me about going brushless with my... Oh, I know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, apparently, um, in exchange for a review and um, kind of talking about that, that uh, little conversion, he's going to send me a, a kit. Oh, nice! So, what go brushless? Yeah, I'm thinking about. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing a little. Uh, I don't know, a little segment, kind of like you know my brushless, my my MP, MCPX journeyers. I don't know, something like that. Because I, re- you know what? I, look, if it can sell me, because I don't like that helicopter to begin with. If it can sell me, then I think that's a good thing. Well, Dan, I know from what I know about when I went brushless. Actually, two different times on two different Walkera four threes. Oh yeah, dude, you're gonna love the the you're gonna love the shit out of it, dude. It's gonna work great. So it'll be like night and day, really. It's, it's totally worth the time to fiddle around with the tiny motors and tiny speed controller wires and all that stuff and get it all in there. It's plug and play then, or what? Uh, you know, I think it is. Uh, it, I kind of I don't know specifically, but I did kind of peruse the web page and I did remember reading that no soldering required. Nice. So you don't need like a Oompa Loompa solder station. Yeah, if it, if it does require some soldering, I got a buddy here locally that I fly with. That's a damn dirty planker, um, electrical engineer, retired electrical engineer, fantastically uh, able to do those little soldering things. So I'll take it over to him and have him do it. But sweet, I can solder, but you know it's kind of big and sloppy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's, it's kind of like how I like my women. when it's dark and you just don't give a fuck yeah it's just whatever whatever or do you (laughs) (laughs) so i started playing words with friends that's fun words with friends what the hell's that it's like scrabble with facebook it's on my cell phone so you play scrabble against i don't know one of your facebook contacts one of your phone book contacts or whatever so i got a couple games going and it's fun if you send me that, I'll disown you. Yeah? I didn't send you an invite. <laughs> that's good. Hey, actually, you know what? One that's more on topic. I found a game in the Android market for you Android uh, um, aficionados. I don't know if you iPhone dicks have any of this or not, but there's a... Uh, uh, well, there's all actually, there's all kinds of cool shit for RC helicopters in the Android market. Yeah, like, is. for instance, I've got uh, Clearview. Uh, yes. Clearview Simulator. I've got that on my phone. And, and I have yeah, another... I have mine, too. Yeah, I got this other RC helicopter simulator, Leo's RC simulator. It's like airplanes and helicopters. But I found this other one. It's more of a game, uh, but it's based around an RC helicopter as a premise, and mm-hmm. it's called Helidroid 3D. You're basically flying around this little RC helicopter in this dude's, you know, room or whatever. 
I fly behind the, the plasma TV under the desk, under the table, shoot pop cans down, fly through the vents, and I don't know it's pretty fun. So, do you know how? Do you know how you tell somebody has an iPhone? How they'll tell you. <laughs> God. I, have, Boy. I have an iPhone. I, I have one. Hi, my name's Joaquin. I got an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned Facebook, and I, I've been reading some things on Heli Freak. In fact, tonight I just read some threads about disdain towards Facebook, and and there's something about that I, that I just don't understand. I, I don't get the the total anti-Facebook idea because you know what? Facebook can be as limiting as you want it to be or as expansive as you want it to be. Yeah. Does that I make sense? That. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't, um, there's just, I think it's cause I think those people just don't have anything instructive to say and they just don't want to look like a bunch of dumbasses. I'm having coffee. Oops. I spilled some. Well, Jeez. you know that, that's, that's silly. more like Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. that's that's silliness. Facebook use. Yeah, yeah. Use, know, it, I, use it for real stuff. Yeah. You know, for for, for sure. something like what we do, a podcast, it's it's yeah. a huge powerful tool. It's a great way to get you know stay in touch with our fans and uh, get feedback back and forth. We can do little polls. We can do all kinds of other stuff on there and contest. Do our contest through this through there and stuff like that. So yeah. And my yeah. personal Facebook page, I don't think I've posted on it in six months. You know, I, yeah, you still have that picture of Shaq with a panda bear as your, your icon or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, yep. I don't use it, and uh, I hadn't. I mean, I'd had a Facebook page for quite some time, but I never used it. Uh, it's great. Well, here, I'm poking your wall, and you're not even looking at it. <laughs> you got, you got to poke a little harder, Jake. <laughs> That's like trying to do it after too much roofies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to be careful with the roofies thing. We scare people away when we talk. I about know. The yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, we should talk about that giveaway a little bit, huh? Probably have you, a good have idea. You, have you? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys looked at the Facebook page? We're get, we're getting up there, man. We're like almost at eight hundred fifty. Yeah, dude, it's getting close, man. Somebody's going to get a seven hundred. It's going to be nice. Yeah, and someone's going to get a four fifty. So you know, just to kind of recapture that, guys, when we get to our thousandth like, we are then going to have a four fifty giveaway. It's sitting right here waiting for some lucky person to get it. We're going to randomly pick everybody who's liked us. One person out of that group is going to win uh, a 700 Nitro fly bar kit from RC Aerodyne. Uh, it's www.scaleflying.com. You know, big thanks to Cliff. You know, he's done a few giveaways with us. Some great supporter of the show, so... You know, if you guys are looking to get into some scale helicopters, give them a look. Have you guys seen uh, the pictures that Brian put up on the on the Facebook page? Yeah, I have, man. That thing's coming along. I, dude, I, I yeah. think that's going to look really sweet when it's done. Yeah, it's looking nice. Dude, that thing is yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean... I'd like to have one like that, man. That's that's that, like, that Fuse is, I think, one of my favorite models, you know, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to follow one. It's pretty cool. Oh. Uh, Jake and I were talking to Brian the other day about, uh, he was all concerned about uh, some scale lighting. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was just almost dead set against not actually putting the lights where they belong, you know, on the, on the full scale bird. Okay. He wanted to, instead of putting, putting them on the front of the landing skid, he wanted to put them on 
near the front of the landing skid, but attached to the to the body. No. Yeah, and that's kind of what yeah. uh, Jake and I told him, and, and I, you know, he was all worried about messing it up and dremeling this and dremeling that. Well, he called me today, and he was telling me, well, he, he did finally get that job done, and uh, today he was he was all kind of well, well excited that he got this part of the project done, but he was uh, silver soldering the uh, control rod for the tail. Yeah, yeah, uh, building that. And uh, he said, well, I realized that I just absolutely suck at soldering. <laughs> so, <laughs> eventually he got it done, and uh, you know, he's pretty excited about that. He's really looking forward to getting this. I, I think it's turned into a little bit more work than he kind of anticipated. Yeah. But oh, yeah, man. It's, doing a scale build is just so much manual intervention you got to do. Even with the kits that are, you know, you get the the body and the frame and the whole nine yards that are, it's all designed around those parts being mated together. There's still always going to be some sort of spot where you got to file or just got to realign things and stuff like that. And I mean, that to me, that's yeah. half the fun of it, you know? Well, absolutely. And that's, you know, and, and like Jake and I were telling him when we were uh, talking the other day, you know, it's called modeling. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh, Very true. kind of made the point. Yeah. You know what? I guess we are a little bit spoiled. We're used to just getting these kits that are, that everything fits together. You may have to do a little bit of sanding here and there or, or something, but you know, mm-hmm. these scale kits, I, I really want to do one, man. I really want to do a scale kit, but that may have to wait a little while. Let's see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, Jake, anything new and exciting happening with the web page? I don't know. Is there? I don't know. You're the dude that <laughs> you're, the, you're the dude that logs on there and makes shit happen. Um, other than a couple new reviews, I think that's pretty much it. Slacking, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, guys, we've gotten Jake's put a couple of reviews up, right? Uh. And we've also got a few reviews from some listeners. Uh, if you're interested in doing a review or having reviews put on our webpage, uh, get in touch with either either of us, Rob or me or Jake, and uh, let us know. Um, we will set you up so you can see the link to submit a review. And it's as simple as submitting it. And there's no deadlines. There's no minimums. You know, if you only got one you want to put up there, that's that's fine. Um, you just would submit it, and then we would we kind of proof it. Uh, Jake kind of reformats it, and uh, once we like it, we publish it. So, you know, if you're interested in doing that, we're also looking for some people who might be interested in posting news articles on our webpage. Uh, so, if you're interested in doing something like that, get in touch with one of us, and um, we'll make that happen as well. Re- review it. Do it. Dude, yeah, that'd be, do it. Review it. <laughs> be a newsie. For a newsie. free. A nation newsie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the website feels a lot uh I don't know, a lot thicker now, you know, it's pretty nice. It's it's uh I don't know, it's more well rounded, Jake. Good job on it, you know. I mean Either Dan or I, I mean, I think if we would have had all kinds of extra time we could have muddled our way through getting some of that stuff done, but just I don't know. It just doesn't. It's, we just weren't able to do it, you know. And I having you on board to do it is perfect. I think that. Um, I think Rob, you might have been able to figure it out, but there's no way in hell I would have been able to figure it. I would have just messed it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. 
I heard Crooked Head agree with you there, too. Yeah, she's she always agrees with me. What you doing, Crooked Head? What? You saying hi? <laughs> so, guess what guess what we have coming on next week, guys? Who? Pinion and Rusty Haggard. Oh nice. nice. That'll be a fun that should be a fun conversation. Absolutely. Uh we always love to have Pinion on. You guys know who Rusty is, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's Pinion's uh I guess cameraman for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh you know. So we're gonna have those guys on next week and um uh, I was talking with Tony Whiteside the other day, and he was mentioning that he would like to come on. So we're going to try to get him on before you know everything starts to go crazy, and uh, these guys are just too busy. Uh, you know, come on the show. So let me read a couple emails here that I got. I have a question. Do you think Pinion likes to chase squirrels? I think he does. He does. That, Probably. That may happen. What the hell? A receipt from iTunes? What did I, oh yeah, I bought an album. You bought shit from iTunes? I buy shit. <laughs> Dude, I've been drinking the apple juice. Okay? I'm drinking it. <laughs> By the gas. <laughs> Sounds like you're bathing in it. You're having a, a, a I f- or an apple juice enema. <laughs> you guys are just jealous. Fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a confirmation email from uh you know, I mentioned uh, last week the Snohomish Funfly, and so um, Ray is... Oh, dude, please forgive me for butchering your last name, but uh, Canales, C-A-N-A-L-E-S. Anyway, Reyes sent me an email, <laughs> and he heard that we mentioned the, the Snohomish Funfly on last week's episode, so he wanted to send me some confirmations, and it looks like for those of you who are going to attend it is going to be can't I see the dates I think you're making stuff up yeah no, for real but... <laughs> oh here it is he here. just he just wants a reason to stroke the mouse for that that new computer he's <laughs> yeah, got there. the magic yeah. mouse there's no buttons but when I click it it does stuff <laughs> how do they do that it's clear where the wires at <laughs> <laughs> tripping out you, man look i'm telling you the way this i was anyway i'll get i'll talk about the apple in just a second uh his fun fly this fun fly the so much fun fly is going to be the last weekend of july 27th 28th and 29th uh todd bennett will be there doing a class nick maxwell tim jones jason kraus matt bodos uh sounds like it might be an event to hit i the, I, I want to go, but it's so close to our Urcha trip. And, you know, uh, I'm kind of routing myself through Rob's neck of the woods. So I'm going to leave early so much that I don't know that I'm going to be able to make this one because it might just be too much, uh, too close together. But we'll see. So for those of you who are interested in the Snohomish Funfly, that's when that is. So, no, this Apple thing. Let me tell you about this Apple thing for, the, for you non-believers out there. This thing is... When I first got the first night I had it, I was like, what in the hell did I do? What did yeah. I get myself into? Well, once you realize how easily everything works and how intuitive it is, it, 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 there's just no comparison. It is just that much better than Windows. It just is. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you say so. I do. And this Magic Mouse, man, you're right. The only thing I don't like about it is it's kind of small. 
There are no buttons on it. Right. It's magic. But it does the same thing that my mouse right here does. Except it looks better. If you guys want to get in touch with me, you can do that at dan at rchillynation.com or Dan K. Reed in all the forms. If I wanted to get in touch with you, Rob, how would I do that? That's easy. What you can do is uh, you can uh, hop on Luke Skywalker's uh, spaceship and fly to the Death Star and learn how to use the Force. And then you can levitate one of those little hologram uh, communicators into my back pocket. And then I'll feel it and take it out and it'll pop up and I'll hear your message. And then I'll reply and have Han Solo fly it back to uh, that, uh, that planet that Yoda was banished on. And then hopefully if Yoda can get off of there early enough, then he can bring that back to you so you can hear my reply um, back uh, in the past again. Um, or if you want, you can just email me at rob at com, and I will uh, reply, I suppose. Nice. So, Jake, if I want to get in touch with you, please tell me it's just an email address. <laughs> um, well, no, I'm actually hanging out on Dagobah waiting to intercept his email messages. Um, oh. and then, uh, <laughs> you guys are really showing your geekness here. Cause I have no idea How, what you know, the names of the planets from star Wars. Yes. You, uh, you don't know. No. <laughs> I don't get your head up Anyways. top of the hut's ass or what? <laughs> um, you can catch me at, uh, Jake at rchellynation.com or catch me on the instant messenger on the site. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Rob, are you ever you're you're on the site occasionally? I've sent you a few messages. But you never responded. What's what's up with that? I just ignore you. Oh. Okay. I'm I'm, a, I'm like a ninja. No, I'm on the site sometimes, <laughs> but I just haven't really messed around with uh, any of that other stuff. Usually, when I'm when I'm on there, I'm at work and I got my hands full doing other shit. So uh. usually, when I'm on there, I'm at work doing nothing. Nice. Yeah, Jake's job is Jake's job is about as hard as mine, Rob. Oh, <laughs> you. As long as my boss doesn't listen to this, we're good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> podcast? What podcast? I don't know what you're talking about. Podcast? I don't know, dude. No. <laughs> oh, hey. Speaking of that, quick mention. Jake actually got caught last week uh, when his wife listened to the podcast and found out he was getting a goblin. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Here's the story. You can't, I had mentioned you can't hide that in the T-Rex box point. and pop it out and be like, "Oh, that, I, I had this. I had this for a while." <laughs> <laughs> no, I had told her about it a while ago, but she she claims I didn't. Maybe I dreamt it. I don't know, but she was pretty cool with it. <laughs> no, here's your deal. You're at the keyboard and you're hovering over the buy it now button, and she's in the other room, and you're like. Honey, I'm gonna buy this uh, goblin cake. <laughs> <laughs> and she responds, like, "Did you yeah. say something?" And you're like, "Yeah, okay, thanks." Bye now. <laughs> Bye now. Right? Click. Yep that that might be how it went down. <laughs> That's Alrighty, guys. Well, uh, you know, thanks for uh, putting up with the idiosyncrasies of this episode. There might be a bit of re- rep- you know repetition because of how it all went down. But as I get used to using this new software and and uh, I think you guys are going to be absolutely pleased with the with the improved quality of the podcast. And as always, we hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And we will catch you guys again next week. 
Potter. Peace. Bye, all right.